0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Pretty Podcast. This is Paula Josh, and I am so excited that you are here. I am so ready to help you stop hiding from your pain and face your rejection and talk about your life experiences that led to trauma and allow it to be a training ground to find yourself. I had to overcome so many obstacles in life from being illiterate from trauma teen pregnancy, self-destruction, eating disorder, struggling with cutting my body, all while not knowing why I couldn't get free. Why was I struggling with these things? And it was from growing up and abuse and addiction. This podcast is for me to share my life experience with you, to help you overcome and fulfill your purpose, your God-given purpose, because he is not done with you yet. If you aren't already, be sure to be following me on Facebook and Instagram. You can also learn more about about me at my website at paulajoush.com. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel. I just want to create resources to help you overcome. And also, I am the author of the book, Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction. All right, here we go. It's time to get real and heal. I am so excited to get this podcast started. You know, sometimes when we're called to do something, we can stay stuck for so long, right? Will it be perfect? Will anybody listen to it? Yada, yada, yada. But you know, in my journey of healing and growing, I've learned to just jump out and do it afraid you got to do things like one of my favorite um, women pastor teachers is Joyce Myers and she always says do it afraid and she always talks about that how she had to step out to find out and I'm really learning that in my journey you just can't sit back and stay stuck you know God has healed me of so many things I grew up in addiction and abuse and I was affected by childhood trauma but for a long time I didn't even know that I had childhood trauma. You know, there's a lot of kids out there today who are growing up in abusive homes, who are being raised by parents who are alcoholics or drug addicts, or they can even be parents who grew up in addiction. And these children are being affected and they don't even know that they are being affected. And that's where I found myself. You know, I was pregnant at 15 years old. I started acting out sexually at 13. And it's not that I purposely started acting out sexually. It's just my father was in prison. My mom was struggling with her addiction. I was running the streets. I ended up getting raped. I had no parents to kind of guide me or lead me or protect me. And so once I got raped at 13 and I started becoming sexually active, I ended ended up getting pregnant at 15 years old. Um, I got pregnant again at 16 years old, and I lost that baby. I got pregnant again at 18 and at 21. I had the same boyfriend off and on ever since the seventh grade. I was just starving and hungry for love. But if you would have asked me back then when I was going through all those things, like, Paula, do you need help from childhood trauma? I wouldn't have been able to tell you that. It wasn't as until I got older, like the age 21, I had three kids and I'm trying to get a job and I was realizing it was hard for me to count money. It was hard for me to read. I was like reading at a third grade level. I did not know how bad my life was affected by childhood trauma. And because I had so much pain inside of me from abuse, rejection and neglect, I was struggling with an eating disorder binging and purging, cutting my body, drinking, using drugs. When I got a job after graduating from high school, which I graduated from an alternative education program, somebody at that job kept telling me like, Jesus loves you and he wants to heal your heart. But I grew up in a Catholic environment where we went to church just once in a while, maybe During the holidays, I never had a personal relationship with God or even knew who Jesus was. And this person kept saying, Jesus loves you and he wants to heal your heart. But somebody who's full of trauma, who's full of so much pain, just could not even receive that message at the time. As years went on and my trauma was getting worse, my addiction, my self-destructive behaviors, I went into a closet when I was 21. At that time, I had a six-month-old son a three-year-old daughter and a six-year-old son. And I was going to take my life. And as I sat in that closet, just thinking, how could I do it? Maybe I'll just slice my wrist and I'll bleed and it'll be over with. And I don't have to live with this pain anymore that I'm constantly feeling. As I sat there, I kept remembering the lady who said, Jesus loves you and he has a plan for your life. And I remember when she would come to work, she always seemed happy. And I was just in so much pain and I was miserable. But something that day had me flip over on my knees and say, Jesus, if you're real, I want to know you and I want to know you now. And I remember at that time, my six-year-old son was actually looking for me and he opened the closet and he saw me on my knees crying. And he looked at me and he says, I hate you, mommy. All you do is cry. And he slammed the door. My crying got pretty much louder and uglier. I was like, God, my kids need me. I didn't really have parents growing up who were there for me and I need to be here for my kids. If you help me and if you save me, I will do anything to be a better mom. And I just remember like this warmth, this this presence coming over me that I'll never be able to explain that was saying, Paula, you're gonna be okay. If you just trust in me, you're going to be okay. So I got up from that closet and I went out I sat my daughter, my two sons on the couch, and I said, mommy's going to be different. I don't know how it's going to look, but it's going to be different. And I started to reach out to these people who called themselves Christian and tell them what's going on. And they told me about a church that I can go to, which I immediately started going to that church. I believe it was like the next week. And after that, I was going to church every Sunday night and every Wednesday night and every Sunday morning. But all along, I still struggled with these self-destructive behaviors, cutting myself, eating disorder, unhealthy relationship. The father of my children, we were together since I was 13 years old. I could not leave him. He was involved in the drugs and the gang, which, you know, it introduced me to that life. I started getting involved in the drugs and the gang life. So all along while going to church, there was like this war of wanting to be free and this war of being stuck. I literally went to church like that for over a decade, suffering, not knowing how to get help, not knowing where to get free. And one day in my early 30s, I fell flat on my face and said, God, I can't live like this no more. I found me in the same position I was in when I was in my closet, flat on my face. Saying, Lord, I need your help. I can't live like this anymore. Long story short, I went through five years of intense trauma therapy for trauma that I didn't even know that I had. I remember going to a therapist saying, I need help for my eating disorder. It's getting really bad and I'm struggling. And she goes, Tell me about your childhood. I was so pissed off. I don't want to talk about my childhood. But what happened in that moment, sitting in that chair, God started bringing back memories that I needed to heal from that I didn't even realize that were so painful. My father going to prison. My father was shot when I was young. I was exposed to that. My mother being gone for long nights gambling in the casino where we grew up in Las Vegas, Nevada. Being hungry, trying to raise my little brother. Being in school, suffering, not knowing how to read. Nobody to help me with my homework, falling behind. All the while running the streets, being introduced to the gang life and the drugs, being pregnant, trying to raise a baby at 15 years old, all by myself. That, y'all, was trauma. Trauma that I didn't even realize that I had. I went through this intense trauma healing journey, and that is the main purpose of why I want to start this podcast. I want to help people overcome and break free. And guess what, y'all? Can you believe this? I'm a motivational speaker today, a best-selling author. I went from being an illiterate to an author, but a best-selling author with my first book. But that is only by the grace of God and his redemption and his restoration. Not only is this for my life, but it's for you too. It is also for you. So I cannot wait to share episode after episode and things that I have learned throughout my journey. Because we're going to grow together. You only get one life. So why not live it well? So there is just a little nugget to the introduction of who I am. How this pretty podcast was birthed, you know, because of my childhood trauma, the enemy has always said, you're ugly, you're fat, you're stupid, you're ugly, you're fat, you're stupid. And then the Lord said, start this pretty podcast, pretty podcast. What am I going to do with this pretty podcast? And he says, look at the acronyms, Paula, talk about, help people talk about their pain, rejection, their experiences, their trauma, teach them to let it be a training ground to find yourself pain rejection, experiences, trauma, training yourself. That is what The Pretty Podcast is about. I am going to help you to get past your pain, your rejection, your experiences, and your trauma and allow it to be a training ground to find yourself and to fulfill your God-given destiny. I hope this first podcast has already encouraged you to start listening to more. And if you haven't already, friends, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, subscribe to my YouTube channel, check out my book on Amazon. Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction. And when you please leave a review, it will help to get my podcast out there to more listeners. Thank you for joining me on this journey.